Horns Down Podcast recap episode with your host, Chris Griffin, and my guy, Seth Oliveri. Seth, how you doing tonight? Man, I'm so hyped right now. Just that game. I mean, yeah, obviously I'd like to see a little bit more scoring, but, you know, football is football and OU football, there's nothing else like it. So I'm I'm just ready to go. All right. Well, shoot. Hey, since you're all hyper and you're all chippy, hey, go ahead. I'll let you leave tonight. What's up, man? Man, Spencer, that that boy, he's – I mean, like, I, I know it's Missouri State who is they're, – they're garbage in the Missouri Valley Football Conference. So, you know, they only won, like, one game last year. So, they're nothing to, you know, get impressed about, you know, dominating them. But, I mean – there was a three or four passes in that first half from Spencer Rattler where Jalen Hurts isn't making those throws last year. You know, that some of those – oh, man. I mean, this guy's the real deal, and it's crazy that he's only going to get better. I mean, it's only up from here. So, man. Did I did I not say, hey, be ready for the verticals? Did I not say that? <laughs> you called it. <laughs> did I not say be ready for the verticals? Did I not say he may not even be a better passer than Jalen, but he's a willing passer. That's the main difference. Now, he point. is a better passer than Jalen, but he's a will he's a willing passer. And that's that's what's gonna make him special in this offense. They compared him to Pat Mahomes. You can see the comparisons, not because of the fancy throws or the magical plays and everything and stuff. I will say that's probably the only weakness of his game that I saw uh, out of um, you know out of this game here, particularly, which is him not being too indecisive as far as do I run or do I not or do I stay in the pocket just a couple of times. But I mean, hey, you know, I know you know, talking to my uncle. That's one thing that he would definitely say is that hey, I mean. He hasn't played football in really a year. He hasn't taken meaningful snaps in almost what two years, because he was suspended his uh what his his, his senior year, right? At, yeah, what 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 is the high school like Pinnacle or something Pinnacle, like that? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I mean, he hasn't played football in two years, so it's to be expected with some of those things, you know, because a lot of people they want to label him as just a a. Uh, a, a a pro passer, you know, because I mean, obviously, you saw the orb talent, but I mean, he's a dual threat quarterback. He's mobile, not Kyler, maybe not Jalen, but he's mobile. And I mean, again, I'll, I'll still still that saying from Joel Klatt, what he said about Baker Mayfield. He doesn't look like a great runner, but he's a willing runner. But most of all, he's a willing passer. I mean, come on, man. But if you're going to go Spencer, I think my offensive <laughs> – I got two of them. I, I mean, I don't know about you, I but I have I, two of them. I think I know where you're going with at least one of them. Oh, man. All right. Well, the, the first well, one – Okay, go first, ahead. The first one I'm going to go with is uh, uh, that boy Marvin Mills is uh, – yep, yep. Fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 Marshawn Lynch say stupid fast. I was like, hold on. Wait a minute. Guy – <laughs> He got that, I'm going to make you get up out of your seat type of speed and watch me. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, that – I mean, I remember – obviously, we heard a lot about him in camp and seeing his name come up on the depth chart and up there with the starters. I mean, there was a there was a reason that he was generating a lot of buzz, and he he definitely didn't disappoint. Like, I mean, if anything, he just – I almost, almost feel like, why wasn't he more highly rated coming out of high school? I guess I got to do more research out of that, but, man, that – I mean, he can ball. 
he broke a lot of records down there in Texas. Let's, let's think about yep. that. He broke a lot of records. I think he broke some national records as well. He was not he was not highly talked about, but he was a high recruit. And right. the speed shows. The speed definitely shows. Um, let's see. If I had to go with my the other player that I'm going to go with, definitely got to be Seth McGowan. I, I, from what I had heard, I thought he was going to be a bigger back than that. When I saw him out there, I was like, whoa, that kid's lean. And I said, that kid looked like he could probably put more weight on his frame, more muscle on his frame, especially. And I said, that kid right there is something. To me, when I see him, I I said, hey, hey, that's, that's, that's a more explosive Rodney Anderson in the making that's, if if he stays that's healthy. Comp. That's the comp I would do too. Like that second half of the twenty seventeen season, Rodney Anderson. That's they they got that like that violent kind of running, but the, also just like a, a there's like a balance to it. Like yeah. a, just the, in the way their their body, he just seems like he's always moving forward, but he's always like up. Like it, it it's going to take an, a team effort to to bring him down on each on each play. Oh, exactly. One thing that I liked about uh, the back from the backs tonight, um, I thought Marcus Majors, I thought at times he was a little bit too too patient. I thought he could have maybe hit a hole or two maybe a little bit earlier. But uh, for the most part, they were decisive, and when they, they needed yards, they got the yards that they needed. So I was definitely happy with that. Um <sighs> I, if I had to say uh, a glaring weakness, still kind of trying to figure out what the hell's going over there on that left side uh, on the O line because I'm I'm still not digging the vibes over there. I'm not. It's it's not it's not good vibes. I need big magic over there. If anybody watches Hell on Wheels, they know they know what I'm talking about. I need big magic over there, and I don't. I just I don't know. Well, there might be a, a silver lining because. Uh, I don't know if you saw the reports coming right before kickoff, but I guess up to 17 or at least 17 players. Well, they were including like the three suspended guys and oh. some injuries that we already knew about, but up 17 players weren't even suited up for this game, including the starting left tackle, that true freshman Anton Harrison. So, mm-hmm. you know, there are a bunch of late scratches. I mean, even kicker Gabe Burkick, the dude never misses. He, he wasn't – I mean, his backup, Stephen Jones, looked pretty good. He didn't miss anything. But, yeah, like there was a lot of late scratches. And, I mean, they're not being specific on why, but I'm, I'm guessing that some of them were COVID-related, whether it was positive tests or contract contact tracing. But, yeah, I, I think if if they can get Harrison in there and we can see why they were they named him the starter, hopefully that, that left side kind of shores up. Yeah, I'm – um, I just, I, <laughs> you know, um, um, you know, they, they said that, uh, I guess reports from what I was reading, uh, some people were saying COVID, some people were just saying that, you know, they just weren't needed. Um, whatever the case is, I hope, I hope everything is fine. You know? Yeah. Uh, that bye week, that bye week next, next week looking real good right now. Oh, it's looking, it's looking fantastic. <laughs> it's looking amazing. But even even with that, I I mean I <laughs> I really didn't feel like there was a big drop off, you know. 
But I will right. say this though. I mean, if you're not excited about OU football, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you what to <laughs> be excited about because obviously there's nothing to be excited about in the Big Twelve. And we will get to that uh, sometime <laughs> next week. So stay tuned for that episode. Chris's corner is going to be uh, it's going to be. Um, I would say uh, defensively, uh, a name that you heard a lot a lot tonight was a name that I called out. Yes, I mean on our last podcast, Brian Asamoa. Was he not all over the field? Man, he was flying. I mean, <laughs> I, I that's why I said speed. Him, I, I, <laughs> speed. That's all I got to say. Yeah. He's not. In my opinion, I don't really feel like he's a true uh, – he's a hybrid. He's not really a true linebacker. He's more of a strong safety playing linebacker. But at the same time, if you can get away with it in some circumstances, sometimes a lot of circumstances. But at the same time, uh, Brian, Brian Asamoah, he gives you one thing, and that's that's effort. I mean, that is complete effort. Um, Benito gives you effort. Deshaun White – that's your next uh that's your next i guess great linebacker and i feel like i feel like that's what's going to happen but even with that i mean Brian Asamoah was all over the field tonight he was making plays everywhere the defense looked solid they looked stingy they looked mad they looked hurt they looked disrespected i love it i love it all yeah yeah that I mean, it's it's hard to really nitpick a, a shutout, obviously. So, and especially when the starters are in, like you know, that whole first half. Like, yeah. I did see guys like Asamoah in and stuff a little bit in the fourth quarter, but I mean, obviously the entire starting eleven wasn't out there. But, um, yeah, that I I believe that I was trying to keep track of it just on my own. I believe they didn't even cross midfield until late in the third quarter. I believe it was something like that, or or in mid third quarter. But yeah, they didn't even get mid across midfield let alone like they had like maybe like one first down up to that point like it was it was about as dominant as you could be without you know like the one thing was the turnovers like they got that one from a dyt but or, or dty sorry but uh the the interception return for 42 yards but yeah like everything else i mean they were they were locked and loaded from start to finish and i, I think that's definitely something they can build on going forward I mean, it's hard to nitpick uh, a uh, you know a, sh- a shutout, but uh, yeah, I, I loved what I saw from them. You know, the first half, especially with the starters, and you know, most of the starters in the two deep. That those guys, they're flying, shutting everything down. They kept kept Missouri State from crossing midfield, uh, according to my own this personal tracker. I, uh, they kept them from crossing midfield up until like the third quarter at some point, maybe like might have been mid to late third quarter. But, uh, you know, obviously they, they held them 0 for 11 on third downs, 0 for 1 on fourth. Like, I mean, that's that's about as good as you can get. You know, they, they didn't force a multiple turnovers, but, you know, they, they had the one from DeLaren Turner-Yale, that 42-yard interception return, that that was beautiful. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, ultimate, the, overall, that it's a, it's a great start to build on going forward and, what what could be a special year here at Oklahoma? I feel like it, it can be a special year. 
Um, definitely shout out to OU Nation showing up. I figured that they would, but shout out to OU Nation showing up at that game and making it loud as possible. It still felt like a game atmosphere there. Uh, so definitely shout out to to all the people all the uh, that were in attendance. Um, like I said, really no complaints about the defense. I, 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 there's still not, there's still improvement that needs to be made. There were a couple of times uh, there were still some defensive lapses. Um, I mean, and that's going to happen. It's a give and take type of uh, I guess profession, but <laughs> at the same time, like they just. I don't know. I just really don't have that many complaints with the defense tonight. You know, yeah. obviously my eyes are, are 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 locked on the secondary. I just want to see how the secondary <laughs> reacts to things. But just being able to see a bunch of new bodies, bunch of different numbers, bunch of uh, you know, new guys you've heard about all summer, you've heard about all since last year in recruiting and everything, it's exciting, man. It's just exciting to have not only to have football back, but OU football. So um, definitely uh, happy with what I saw out there. Um, you know, I was excited to see Perry on Renfrey. Um, man, somebody's just just some so many new names, man. You know, um, I go back to offense. I tell you another another person I was really impressed with tonight how he handled himself. Uh, Mikey Henderson, uh, he he looked really really good out there. To be honest with you, I was like, it's interesting because he is, I believe, six three. And he's built like, I mean, he's built like a, like a wide receiver. He's not your typical Lincoln Raleigh H back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he, he definitely got some size to him, uh, you know, for more towards like an outside kind of player, but he looked pretty good up there in the the H back. I think one of the players that was out also was Braden Willis. So we didn't get to see him. That was uh, definitely one of, the, one of the guys they missed. But, uh, yeah, he in his wake, he, he definitely stepped up. I would say um, who else was a, was, was, was that, who stood out Theo, to me? Theo Howard, the Theo UCLA, Howard. UCLA transfer receiver. I tore, they kept saying he tore his, his Achilles, and I was just like, no, no, no. <laughs> I seem like he's going to be back. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I don't know. See, you can't. Ever, we can't. I, we gotta. We gotta figure something out about that because we gotta stay up uh, uh, on these injuries because this is crazy. Because a lot, there's some good names out there. But I was excited to see him as well. Definitely saw the speed. Um, you know, I was really happy for uh, for Charleston Rambo. I mean, you got a willing passer out there now who Ooh. who was willing to you know throw those deep balls and those deep passes, and they're on the money. Yeah. I don't care if it's Missouri State. A deep ball, uh, a, a deep ball is a deep ball, and if you're throwing it on time and you're hitting them right stride for them to lead them into the end zone, come on, man! And there was a couple of touchdowns that uh, he had that were drops. Oh yeah, two of them for yeah. He had he had three incompletions, and two of them were right in the hands of Charleston Rambo and uh, Austin. Was it Austin Stogner? I believe. Yeah, I think it was Stogner in the the second quarter that just hit him right in the hands and. Should have came down with it. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, man i i uh, i I'd, I'd give OU an A minus just simply because I'm critical of them, and um, this was a hell of a, a performance tonight. 
um, after everything that happened today, especially with the other two Big 12 games. Like I said, we will get into that this week. But yeah. uh, the state, uh, there needs to be a state of the union address to uh, Big 12 teams right now, just to the conference as a whole. I mean, it, it this is, I mean, it is just plum silly what happened today. But that's that's neither here nor there. But uh, yeah, um, I'd give OU an A minus. What would you grade them as overall? I, I think I'm right. If I'm gonna really put, think about it, I, I'm right there with you. A minus. Um, maybe leaning towards, maybe leaning towards. An A, like honestly, I I think I give more criticism, especially in the second half, to Lincoln Riley. But that's just that's who he is. Like when he gets a big lead like this, like he's definitely a guy that kind of you know he really waters everything down. Vanilla just want to eat clock, and I mean I understand that. That's mm-hmm. that's a good coaching thing overall if you think about it. Like he just wants to get out of the game. Like when it's already in hand, he's not a guy that tries to you know light up the scoreboard when it's already out of reach but that was one thing I, I I just wish they would have kept the foot on the gas a little bit so I don't blame the players for that that's I think that's more on Lincoln but yeah a minus so we agree on that so um <laughs> I'm excited to do the uh the, the shows this this week just to kind of give y'all <laughs> a little taste of what's going to happen um I'm coming for you Iowa State and I'm coming for you too K-State Hey, you we, might have the comfort for Kansas too. Right? As we're recording this, it's not looking too good. Oh wow! <laughs> it's halftime. Uh, Coastal Carolina's up twenty-eight to three. Okay, so <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming for you too, Kansas. But I will say this though: Florida State, you're on my radar as well. I'm not. I'm not happy at all about this weekend. This is a weekend of upsets. I'm happy. I didn't want to be upset, but you made it happen. Okay. <laughs> So just to give y'all a little bit of a taste of what Chris's corner would be like. So uh, with that said, I guess, you know, the A minus is what we will live with. Uh, we'll get back together. We'll reconvene. We'll get our thoughts together and everything. And we'll definitely, definitely be uh, shipping out a bunch of these type of episodes as well. Just reactions um, and overreactions to the, uh, you know, to what happened that day. Uh, that game day with OU football. So definitely be looking out for that. So again, this is the Horns Down podcast and I am Chris Griffin and I'm joined by my friend Seth Oliveris. So with that, we're signing out. Seth, you got anything else you want to say before you go? Nah, I'm good, man. All right, then. See you later, bro.